Hello, I'm Boz. And I'm Ben. And this week we'll be talking about Abroad Has Been, The International Manu of Mystery, Scaredy Cats, and Rinkside Rats. Welcome to Backseat Coaches. You've had a haircut. That's great audio. <laughs> great. What an intro. I can feel it's going to be a good episode already. Just straight in with the important news this week. I'll, I'll put a photo as the like... Boz has had kit. a haircut. You'll all be able to see. It's going to be the, the, the cover art of the, of the podcast. But they won't be able to see what it was before. You shop. <laughs> well, you've got us off on, on a weird foot. <laughs> Another fine mess you've got me into. <laughs> um, cricket is what we're going to start with this week, isn't it? Yes. Not my hair. Uh, <laughs> England are going to play Sri Lanka in uh, Sri Lanka. Uh, so let's talk about that, shall we? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think we should stick with the hair. <laughs> I know yeah. more about that. <laughs> um, they drew. They drew their warm-up game, didn't they? Against the President's Eleven. The President's. I always like it when they play a President's Eleven. Always Do makes you it think seem... the President picks them? Well, I assume so. Yeah. Otherwise, they'd be lying. Donald Trump. He <laughs> <laughs> he picked them. What's I... the cricket? Get out of my country. <laughs> Stay in Sri Lanka. <laughs> Make Sri Lanka great again. It was the <laughs> the tagline of the team. Um, they drew it, and Joe Root scored a hundred, which is good. Yep. And uh, Murray and Ali scored some runs. Everyone scored runs, didn't they? Everyone got more than 10, which is nice. Keaton Jennings didn't score many runs. Scored 13, which is... Yeah, uh, just just above 10. Just got over 10. <laughs> just got past it. So we've picked what we think our team should be for the first test. Yes. And I guess we'll just go through it, shall we? Should we go through uh, who we've picked where? Yes, yep. Let's go openers first. Obviously, one and two doesn't really matter. Just whichever order. Who have you gone as your openers? Rory Burns mm. and Joe Denley. I agree. Um, okay, next. <laughs> next. <laughs> I think it's good to go with the two new ones because I think Sri Lanka as well. Sri Lanka aren't in like the prime form of that they have been. They're not necessarily the best. This is a good time to bed in some. Yeah, give them just new talent. I think just just try somebody new. I think with Alistair Cook gone, you, you may as well just scrap it. Start yeah, again. Start yeah, start again. Yeah, they've been trying to find a partner for Cook since Strauss retired, haven't they? <laughs> Which is like ten years ago. Yeah, <laughs> they just haven't found somebody who's been able to stick with Cook. So you may as well try two, haven't you? I think because yeah. Jennings hasn't shown enough for me. And he's had place. enough chances. He's had so many chances in England, in, in the subcontinent before, where he actually played all right, in fairness. So if one of them does have a real nasty run, then maybe maybe look at Jennings. But for me, I just think, go for these two for the whole series. There's I think no, so, yeah. No need, to, no need to be chopping and changing, just give them, a, give them a run. Yeah. So, number three. I have gone for Joe Root. Have you? I've gone for Moen Alley. Is it? Yeah, because oh, I want yeah. I want a bit of swashbuckle at the top of my <laughs> order, uh, and I also want him in the team somewhere. And it's hard to fit him in, otherwise I think Marin Ali. It is. I I have squeezed him in have down you? the order. Okay. Yeah, but... I thought you, you kind of have to in Sri Lanka because we need 
we need spinners. Yeah. But I think moving forwards, we need a spot for him. And you can't have two spinners in a team generally. So he needs to be in the team as a batsman, I think. Yeah. And the second spinner. I think playing him at three as well makes him bowl better because he he knows then he's a second spinner, which always seems to make him bowl better when he's not the prime yeah. spinner. So I think that that'll help his bowling. So I've gone root at four. Who have you gone uh, at four? You, I've gone Ollie Pope. Ollie Pope at four. I've got Ollie Pope at five. So uh, who have you got at five? Uh, Just Butler. Ah, now <laughs> I got Just Butler at seven. <laughs> I also have to say I've assumed that Bairstow's injured. So have you got Bairstow in your team? I don't. No, I don't either. But I, so I assumed he's injured. I might not even have played him if he'd been fit. Because he did not play well in the Test Series in England. No. And I think maybe having a game out of the team might be good for him. Yeah, um, he doesn't seem to sort of bear the pressure on his shoulders very well. No, I think... And Butler taking the gloves, I think, is probably the better thing for the team it seems I don't know I just feel like I feel like Bess has got a lot of talent but not he doesn't seem to be showing it at the moment he's in a bad he's not just in a bad run of form he seems to be in a bad sort of space he doesn't so just just Butler obviously a big hitter yeah but has shown sort he, of like a he, temperament he's actually shown that he is a proper batsman he's a proper yeah. test batsman he seems to have evolved his game whereas, away from just whacking it all yeah, the time yeah whereas Bairstow hasn't Bairstow seems to be going the opposite way I think he used to be a classical <laughs> sort of test batsman and be able to build an innings and now he seems to try and whack his way out yeah. of trouble which yeah. maybe is because he started opening in the one day game which that that's a big change I suppose mm. for his career but I yeah I just feel like he's not playing a very good brand of test cricket at the moment so I prefer Butler in the team to him. I think so. He's and, Butler shown a lot of yeah. uh, metal. And I wanted to get Ollie Pope in the team. I thought yeah. he showed enough in, in the so. summer. It didn't get anything major, but you've got to give him a chance. And batting him, at, well, I've, I've got him in at five. Where did you have him? Four. four. I think four is high for a young batsman to come in. I, I want Four young... shouldn't be high. I suppose it's, it's, high if, in, <laughs> it's high in an England team at the moment. Yeah, I suppose if you've got three established batsmen ahead of you, who are going to one of at least is going to score, get a good score, then maybe four, four isn't too high. But when in you've got team, <laughs> well, yeah, when you've got Burns and be Denley, high. yeah. But to be fair, in in my team, I've got Burns, Denley, and Murray, and all of whom could get out very quickly. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so it's feasible that five might be too high for Ollie Pope. <laughs> so who have you got? So what you had? What did you go? Burns, Denley. Root, Pope, and who's your five? Pope, Butler. Five is Butler, and he's got the gloves. He's yeah. wicket-keeping. Okay. I think that might be... That's quite high for a wicket-keeper as well, isn't it? Five. It is, but... Uh, so that that's as high up as I dared put swashbuckling. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. He is he is a, a quality batsman. He deserves about five, but I just think with the gloves, they usually take a couple of spots down yeah. just to give themselves a little bit of breathing space. So... Although you don't, you don't necessarily want him marshalling the tail, which he seemed to do a lot in yeah. the test series in the, in the summer. So, yeah, I can I can understand that. So your your five is Ollie Pope. I got five Ollie Pope. Yeah, who've you got six? Stokes. Yeah, I've got six Stokes. I think that's a fairly solid pick. No one's changing that. Yeah. So who've you got seven? Marine. Ali. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. I can see that. So you, you've got the same personnel as me, just in a yeah, different order. Slightly different order. Yeah. Yeah, I can see, I could see that. Moeen does bat well at seven. Um, I, like, there's, it makes our batting order look very deep. 
it, it does. I guess yeah. whichever way around you have those seven. Sort of, except deep. that you could easily be three down quite quickly with Moeen at the top. Yes. So, yeah, I don't know. I just like, I like Root batting at four. I think Root bats best, bats best at four. So I think having yeah. Moeen in front of him to at least soak up 10 balls <laughs> might, be, <laughs> might do something. I it suppose. could be 10 or it could be 100. Yeah, no, <laughs> Moeen, well, you could, yeah, you can easily score a ton, can't he? He's such a good batsman when he gets going. But he just, sometimes he just does not get going, does he? Okay, so that's the first seven. We've got pretty much the same. Yeah. Number eight. Curran. Have you? Yeah. Sam Curran. Yeah. Interesting. I've gone Ada Rashid, number eight. I've got Rashid. Yeah. Hang on. Eight. Yeah, I've got Rashid nine. Rashid nine. Okay. So you've so you've gone for Sam Curran as a pace option. Yeah. Interesting in Sri Lanka, I think. He's not very quick. And he's not very I don't he's not very experienced, I don't think, yet. So I don't I'm not sure he's got all the tools you need for pace bowling in the south in the subcontinent. No, but he's not going to get them without bowling there. But yeah, possibly. I don't know. You, you can develop. You can develop as a bowler, can't you? Even yeah. without bowling there, he's, so. he's he's quite busy. Yeah, he offers. I like him. I like him something. as a player. I think he's a really good player, and he's a good batsman. Yeah, I can definitely see what you put him in for his batting. Um, uh, yeah, I I do rate him. I really rate him, but I'm just not sure. It's. I'm sure he's a little bit young. Yeah, to play in the subcontinent as well, I assume one of three pace bowl well four if you've got Stokes. Okay, let's let's see the rest of the team. So I, at nine, I've got Ollie Stone. Oh uh, yeah, mm. I don't know much about Ollie Stone. Pace. That's what I've heard about Ollie Stone. He was bowling ninety miles an hour in the one day. As okay, so he's faster than current. About ten miles an hour faster than current, and by all accounts, quick enough to hurry a batsman, which is really important i think in the subcontinent and rare for an english player yes so uh, yeah that's another reason i really want him in the team if he's going to be bowling 90 miles an hour i want him in and around the squad at all times so yeah. give him give him his chance i think and so you had rashid at rashid at nine, nine. yeah so at 10 who've you gone wokes have you yeah interesting i like chris wokes i've gone jack leach Oh, you've gone three spinners. Yeah, I think this this is the position that is up for grabs. It's either him or Wokes. I probably yeah. would have. But that it's means how brave the selectors are being. Really. Yeah, and whether what the pitch looks like. Yeah, if it's going to be a spinner, we're going to need Jack Leach, and that that gives you four spin options. Well, five if Root's going to bowl, <laughs> which is a lot, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> for an England team to have five spinners, it could Denley <laughs> Denley bowl spin as well. Yeah, that's. I think that's really impressive for an England team to have that many spin options. Um, so have you got Anderson at 11? Yeah. No broad. No. Neither of us gone broad. I didn't see him in the options. Oh, I'm pretty sure broad's on, he's on the door. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> I, I dropped him. I don't, I'm not going to pick him. I don't think, I don't think he's enough. Like, I don't think he's got enough in the subcontinent anymore. No. Uh, he's a very experienced bowler, but I prefer the pace of Stone. Yeah. I maybe would bowl him if if it's going to be a pace sort of wicket, I'd maybe have him instead of Leach, him or Wokes. It's tough to choose with him and him and Wokes. And it Broad, is, yeah. Broad is different, whereas Wokes is quite similar to Anderson. So if it's not swinging, Broad gives you a different option. Yeah, if it's not swinging, Wokes will really struggle. Yeah. More so than Anderson. Definitely, yeah. Anderson, Anderson's got to get in the team, hasn't he? So I think... I th- yeah, I think that last bowling slot is what's up for grabs. Yeah. And both of us seem to have that apart from we've just, I've picked Ollie Stone ahead of 
Curran. Curran, yeah. So, yeah, I think I think it's a good problem England have got at the moment. They do seem to have options in the bowling department that are different, which is unusual. Yeah. It's been usual for the last so many years where they've seemed to have a lot of bowlers who are very similar. They now seem to have, they've got a left arm spinner, they've got uh, a pace bowler who can dog genuine pace, they've got two swing bowlers, they've got Stuart Broad who does a bit of whatever he does. Um, so it's good. And they've got a leg spinner in Adil yeah. Rashid, which is really important. I'm actually, uh, I'm not not necessarily thinking we're going to win the Test Series, although Sri Lanka maybe aren't the best. They are still very, very good in their home conditions, yes. no matter what yeah, sort of team be. they've got. And they can bat on spinning pitches, which <laughs> England are, are traditionally not so good at. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for, hopefully they'll play Rory Burns and Joe Denley because Denley looked good in that T20 that he played. And I'm excited for Rory Burns. For, by all accounts, he's a really old-fashioned test batsman, which I need. I think they need, yes. <laughs> they desperately need someone to just stick around at the top Ten of the order. Ten runs a day. Fine. Jonathan, try <laughs> it. Try it all the way, all the way to the bank. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, I'm excited for the test series to start and looking forward to doing no work while the, while the test series is going on. <laughs> Just yep, I'll it. send my love, lights up. Yeah. Ding. Uh, ding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then the days that Sri Lanka are about and where's all the pings? <laughs> where's my pings gone? Oh, my phone's broken. <laughs> Must be. Is he going to get there? Really? Is he? Three defenders? If one man can, man who can. Just brute force from Manu Tuolangi. G'day. Is Eddie Jones here? <laughs> Where's all my players gone? <laughs> it's Barter's impression of the week. Just souvenir. We're talking about the Autumn Internationals. That wasn't really Eddie Jones. Uh, that was me. <laughs> and <laughs> we're going to talk about the Autumn Internationals, the rugby, coming up. They start this weekend. Yeah. And... I hadn't realised they were coming out really. It's, it sort of snuck up on me a little bit. They have. They seem to come around really quick. I, yeah. I knew they were coming up because I got excited when I saw that England had been in New Zealand mm. in the rugby league. In the rugby league. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no oh, one cares. Blame oh. <laughs> um, in a proper sport. <laughs> so I was like, oh, but, but England should be playing New Zealand yes. about now. And they are soon. Oh. Yes, they will yeah. be. First, they've got South Africa. Yeah, they do. They've weekend. got a really England have pulled the really pulled the tough draw, haven't they? Out of the uh, out of the hat, they've got all the tough teams. Yeah, so they start with South Africa, then New Zealand, mm. Japan, and yeah. Australia. So they've got a, a little break in the middle where they have to play New Zealand, and then they've got to play the toughies of Japan again. <laughs> <laughs> no, so Japan's like the off week, isn't it? Really, and then they've got Australia again after that. Yeah, it's gonna be really tough. Yeah, like it, it's oh, they've they've got a, a bad draw, as it were. But mm. I don't really see the autumn internationals like that. I no, I, I sort of think England always want to play the best. Definitely, they or, feel they feel a little bit like friendlies. The autumn internationals, yeah, I think, as do. a warm up for the Six Nations and then the World Cup, which is coming not that far after the Six yeah. Nations. So yeah, they do feel a little bit like friendlies. And if you're going to play friendlies, you want to play the best in the friendlies. So I think I think you're right. It is good that they've got a tough schedule i think so especially and, playing the all blacks that'll yeah. be an excellent test and it's being made even harder by the number of injuries that well, they're carrying yeah they're struggling aren't they <laughs> they're missing mako and billy both the vunapolas are out rob shaw's out uh, launch breeze out lunchbox uh sam simmons is out they've got uh, nathan hughes is suspended for the first three games another number eight so they're missing like three number eights um 
Perhaps Courtney Laws might be out. Courtney Laws, apparently, yeah, he's, he's been a late injury scare. And uh, Itoji. Yeah, he said he didn't train, did he? It's, didn't complete training. Yeah, that's not a good sound. No. Uh, so they're going to struggle for this first game, at least, with injuries. And I think all of those players I mentioned are all out for the whole series. Yeah. So there's possibility Laws and Itoji might be back. But to be honest their position second row we're not actually too worried about no. it's more worrying the number eight is the big problem you have to play their fourth fourth choice number eight which <laughs> is me yeah <laughs> and you see him he's running up against the new zealand oh where's he gone oh he's underground how's that happened <laughs> yeah so i think a lot of their play normally has gone through the number eight a lot of billy vinopola bashing people yes. over so that unless well the, the good thing is that they've got money to alangi back for the yes. first time since 2014 possibly it would be his first cap since then he's looking quite trim as well yeah he, well apparently he's in the best shape he's been in ever really? <laughs> apparently that's what he was saying that would be really good shape. to see that I'm yeah quite excited to see that then. i used to really rate man yes. a really good player and had a lot of a bit off the rails just, yeah and then had ridiculous injury yeah. problems and so every time he's got back in contention he's had another injury so Fingers crossed, touch wood, he, uh, he makes it to the, yeah. <laughs> to the game. Doesn't get injured on the warm up. Um, him and Chris Ashton is the other one who is a, an unusual Not name to see. Not played since 2014. Been a long time since we've seen Chris Ashton. I didn't actually like Chris Ashton that much. No. He is a great scorer, but I don't think he's a great team player necessarily. Uh, he always struck me as a little bit thick. Yeah. Yeah. He, well, he looks like a rugby league player. That's what I think about him. Yeah. <laughs> So you're right, a little bit thick. <laughs> I wouldn't tell him. <laughs> uh, briefly touching on the other home nations. Yeah. Wales face Scotland. Well, yeah, that's a Six Nations tie, isn't it? They're just playing it early. <laughs> I don't. I don't think they normally play home nations I versus home nations so. team in the in the autumn internationals. Yeah. So whether they just couldn't find anyone to play that weekend, like oh, friendly, <laughs> you want yeah. to kick around? Yeah, come with it. We've got free pitch. Yeah. Uh, so they start with Scotland, then Australia, Tonga, and South Africa. Yeah, so a couple of toughies in there for Wales. A couple of well, no, it's Scotland will be a tough game as well. To be fair, so only really Tonga will be the the warm down yeah. game. So yeah, they've got a toughish schedule. Um, not sure how Wales are lining up. They haven't been so good recently. A lot of no. injuries again in the Six Nations wasn't there for them. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how they get on. I, I always rate Wales. They always yeah. seem to have a good back row, back line. Um, but whether they can get them all fit is the question, isn't it? So Ireland have Italy, Argentina, New Zealand, USA. They've got a really weak schedule. Which surprises me because mm. Ireland are always very strong. Yeah. And quite often like turn out for the Autumn Internationals. Yeah. Like, get some big scalps. The Ireland All Blacks game is the one that I'm really looking forward to. Yeah. That would be an incredible game, I reckon. And the, yeah, there are other games would like they'll be good to watch, but they are They're a probably going to be non-events. Really, yeah. yeah. I don't think we'll learn much about Ireland from that schedule. No. So, yeah, it's a bit of a, a strange one, especially with the World Cup coming up. Yeah, I think they'd want to play at least a couple of tough games, but apparently not. And Scotland have Wales, of course, mm-hmm. Fiji, South Africa, and Argentina. Again, not the hardest of schedules. 
No, Wales, uh, Wales, Scotland can make anything hard for themselves. They so. certainly can, yeah. <laughs> Scotland recently have been so good. In yes, the last six yeah. nations, they were so good. I really hope that they turn up in this, this autumn. Awesome if, if they do, they could, like, they could walk the Fiji and Argentina mm. games and really give South Africa something to think about. Yeah, definitely. I, I, I can't see them winning it, but I think no. they'd be... South Africa are good, aren't they, yeah. at the moment? That, that de Klerk, the set the scrum half, is so good. Yeah. Like, he can run a game for them and they've got enough pieces to then make the, make the game safe just around him, basically. Yeah. Um, so I think, I think you're right. I think it'll be a tough, a really tough game. And England, I think, are going to have a really tough game. I think they will. But really looking forward to it. It's, Can't wait. It feels like it's been ages. Since yeah, it does. Rugby. Yeah. And if the main thing is, this this will happen and then it's going to be Six Nations and that's why I'm so excited about the race. <laughs> I don't really care about the Autumn Internationals or about the Six Nations. <laughs> <laughs> Igor, come here. No, mister. I don't want to know about your newest evil creation, okay? Relax, Igor. I'm merely improving an old invention. Sports. Oh, those are actually good. I'm making them evil. Okay. <laughs> How are you going to make sports evil? I started by creating a referee. Okay. I get it. We're recording this on Halloween. Ooh. Ooh spooky. Which means that we're just like covered in eggs. <laughs> just being thrown by random kids walking past my house. And uh, <laughs> Close your window. Uh, no, I will not. <laughs> I will not be tormented. <laughs> Terrorists win otherwise, aren't they? <laughs> um, so in the spirit of the, the tradition or the holiday, we have thought about our scariest sports stars. Ooh. So what? What route have you gone here? Have you gone both ones that <laughs> s- scare you, yeah, or that you would like dress up as to scare I've gone, others? I've gone both. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone mostly people who actually are scary, yeah, but some uh, people who look like universal monsters. So, <laughs> <laughs> first of all, <laughs> Santi Cazorla. I think he would make a wonderful vampire. Yes, don't you think? I, I think you've said as much before, I think. I don't know if I've said it on the podcast, but if I have, <laughs> it's still a valid point. <laughs> and it will be in a hundred years' time yeah, when, when he's not changed. Yeah, when he's still playing <laughs> for Arsenal. Uh, yeah, I think he'd be. He'd look really good with a pair of long teeth and his hair sort of slicked across to one side. Yes. Yeah, it's just got that look about him. Oh, which we, we saw a manager didn't we, who looked very similar. It's the Arsenal manager, isn't it? Unai Emery. Yes. Yeah, it looks yeah. very... I thought it was the same person. <laughs> For a minute, I thought they'd hired Santi Cazorla, player manager. And giving him some gel. <laughs> yeah, and some long teeth. And uh, I don't know why they did that. <laughs> yeah, I think he'd look lovely. So, uh, mine, my first one, mm. along the same lines, mm. just a bit odd looking. Yep. Chris Froome. He looks like a skeleton. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, <laughs> he wouldn't have to dress up that much to go for no. Halloween, would he? No. <laughs> what have you come as, Chris? <laughs> I've come as a skeleton. Oh, you, you haven't bothered with with the costume, though. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. <laughs> it's probably all the drugs, <laughs> all the aspirin drugs. <laughs> Great for weight loss. <laughs> Ooh, lovely. <laughs> I think I've forgotten his name. Mara Fellaini would be a really good werewolf. He wouldn't have to do much, would he, to transform? <laughs> He's already... I, I didn't know where you are going with that. I was thinking, tree? Tree? Yeah, that's pretty, pretty scary. <laughs> I see trees every day and I'm always scared. <laughs> Ent. <Yeah. laughs> I can see that. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you go and werewolf, mm. uh, surely Suarez. 
Well, I was thinking he'd be more of a vampire. Yeah. Yeah. But either. <laughs> whichever one whichever leech. one lets him bite you. Yeah. <laughs> leech. <laughs> yeah, just as long as he gets his teeth into someone, that's all that matters. Um, somebody who's really scary, like in a real way, Yap Stam. You remember Yap Stam? Oh, yes. He was a scary man. Yeah. I, genuinely, I don't think he looks like a universal monster. He was just scary. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wouldn't want to see him in a dark alley. <laughs> what have you come as? I've come as Yap Stam. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> There's kids here. What are you trying to do? <laughs> so, uh, along the same line, somebody just sort of scary. Mm. Roy Keane. Well, yeah, definitely. He he looked like a serial killer. It, terrifying man like even in his like you know i remember having a sticker of him when i was a kid getting him in like the premier league sticker book and i was like mom i don't want this one and like tearing it up and putting it in the bin had to had to check for roy Keane's under the bed <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> please check in, check in the closet one more time <laughs> um who else have i got alex ferguson i reckon alex ferguson was a scary man when he yeah. got angry yeah he had his uh he wasn't necessarily a scary man all the time, but I reckon he could be a scary man when he wanted it to be. Yes, very much so. Lovely now, isn't he? Like, after football, yeah. he's become such a lovely sort of... <laughs> all the pressure's off, just relax. Yeah, he's really lovely. He's found mindfulness, Yeah, that's it. <laughs> he probably needed that at the time. <laughs> wasn't such a big thing then, was it? So, I think somebody who would make a very good Halloween costume, like, mm. if you dressed up as them. Yeah. Terry Butcher. Oh yeah, with the uh, the bandage, the bandage and the, it's basically a mummy, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> you got the the first ten percent of a mummy, <laughs> and you've gone. I haven't got any more toilet roll left. <laughs> I've come as Terry Butcher. <laughs> yeah, that's a good shout. We also thought of our most scariest people. Yes, I went for Ashley Young. When he was younger, I used to think he was always looking terrified. Yeah. No matter what was happening, he yes. always looks so little. I, I think it's partly because he has no eyebrows. Yeah, so you can't tell whether he's scared or not, so you just assume that he is. He's always scared. Yeah. Um, I've got Michael Owen. Yeah, that's a good shout. He he looks to me like someone who'd spook easy. Yeah, I think before he broke both his legs, he was probably all right. <laughs> After that, yeah. easily scared. Spooks really. Yeah. Not generally spooked easily, but I went for Stuart Broad facing fast bowling. <laughs> he very easily spooks, isn't he, then? <laughs> Well, he is now. Yeah. And to be fair to him, he did get smacked. He in the did face. get smacked in the chops quite hard, but even so, it is quite funny watching him play fast bowling these days. He yeah. just doesn't want to get in the way at all. No. Um. So I I thought of a costume which would scare footballers. Ooh, and that's the tax man. Ah! I'm running. <laughs> Take me to Gibraltar quick. <laughs> of dismissing Roy Keane from the field of play. It's a red card issued by David Ellery to Manchester United's captain for the fourth time. Also on the Halloween theme is our game this week because there's nothing else going on. <laughs> so we had to do a Halloween theme. So are you ready? Are you strapped in? I am. Are you? Have you got your scaredy boots on? <laughs> For a nice game of Halloweeners and Losers. Halloweeners and Losers. Halloweeners and Losers.
question this week has a vaguely halloween <laughs> theme to it the first couple were easy after that it got a bit harder latching at straws yeah a little we'll see first question boo weekly the golfer is that's not his real name what is his real first name and you've got three choices is it a brian b william or c Thomas. And he, he decided to change one of those names to Boo. To Boo, yes. It's not a, a standard shortened name, is it, I don't and, think. And how is he spelling Boo? B-O-O-O-O-O. Oh, That's so, how I say it, anyway. Boo. <laughs> That's how I say it. <laughs> Doesn't matter where, what golf tournament I'm at, I'm always saying it. Did he change his name because he's been booed all the time? <laughs> yeah. uh, and then he's like, they're cheering for me. <laughs> they're cheering for me. Honest mum. Everybody loves me. <laughs> Boo. Yes. A, there's a tear running down his eye. <laughs> they love me. <laughs> Boo. Oh, they must love me. Please. <laughs> Who would pull a trick like that? Yeah. Would it be a Brian, a William, or a Thomas? Oh, it's a Brian. Do you think it's Brian? I do. Oh, Brian. You're wrong. <laughs> it is Thomas. Of course it is. You can't shorten Thomas to boo, can you? I think that's rubbish. <laughs> I thought William. William. That, like I've ticked it again, haven't I? <laughs> <laughs> William. You can Bill. see that because Bill... Boo, quite short and quite close. Yeah. Brian begins with B, so <laughs> getting there. Thomas, he's being silly. Yeah, he's trying to be trying to be cool. And you know what I say not. to that? You're stupid. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Question two: Jason Death played which sport? Did he play A rugby league, B rugby union, or C? Aussie rules football. Jason Death. Jason Death. Jason Death. I, I can tell you he was an Australian, or is an Australian, he's still alive. <laughs> he doesn't play sport anymore. And he played in the 1990s through the, through the 2000s. And now is he a WWE wrestler? Well, I assume so. With a name like that, <laughs> you wouldn't need Death. to change it, would you? Stars in films. Alongside mm. Jason Statham. Yeah. <laughs> um, Maybe it's Jason Statham. Maybe this is, is like sports playing alias. It's <laughs> <laughs> a more ridiculous name. <laughs> yeah. Jason Death. Jason Death. Um, sounds like another Friday the 13th film, doesn't it? It does, yeah. Jason Death. Of what, <laughs> Stop trying. <laughs> yeah, what happens in this film? Oh, there's uh, there's death and stuff in it. <laughs> I've forgotten. Wait, what's the title again? <laughs> oh, yeah, Death. That's right. Yeah, that's what happens. Jason kills a person or two. <laughs> you guys have really stopped trying, haven't you? <laughs> Just knocking him out before lunch. <laughs> oh, sure, surely Aussie rules. Because you're, you're very close to death in Aussie rules. Oh, that's like. true. Yeah. 15 players on the pitch. No, wait. How many was it? Like 22 players on the pitch. At yeah, but you're allowed, to, you're allowed to ask the referee to count them. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> wait, that one's dead. <laughs> <laughs> you're wrong again. <laughs> the correct answer was rugby league. Oh, such a good name for Spooky such a boring league. sport. I know. That's why you've never heard of him. <laughs> Play Australian Rugby League for the Canberra Raiders. Mm. Question three. The Devils are an NHL team from from where? Is it A, 
Seattle, B, Denver, or C, New Jersey? The Denver Devils. Yeah. Sounds good, doesn't it? No. What do you mean, no? Uh, Chips off the tongue. The Denver Devils. The Denver Devils. The DDs. (laughs) Yeah, why not? The Double Ds. (laughs) Everyone's favourite NHL team. (laughs) Um, Seattle. Mm. Denver or... New Jersey. New Jersey Devils. New Jersey Devils. That Mm. rolls off the tongue the best, I think. Mm. I'm going to say New Jersey. See New Jersey. Yeah. And you would be right. Yeah. The New Jersey Devils, named after the Jersey Devil, which is like a kind of uh, what's Bargest type character, similar sort of mythical beast that oh. I reckon really exists, but doesn't. But you know, question four: Stu Grimson, also known as the Grim Reaper, oh, I see. played which sport? Is it A NBA, B NHL, or C NFL? The Grim Reaper. The Grim Reaper. Oh, it could be any one of those guys. I know. Be. This is too hard. This kind of, uh, these are all guesswork quizzes, these. I'm going to say NBA. NBA? I reckon the Grim Reaper would be tall and thus mm, play basketball. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but you can't use your scythe in the game, okay? That's <laughs> no, against you, the rules. <laughs> Stop stealing people's souls. <laughs> no. Technical foul. <laughs> that's a steal. <laughs> Led the league in stealing souls. Um, you'd be wrong. No. It was the NHL, the ice is. hockey. No tick there. Um, all of these have just been like crosses <laughs> over ticks. <laughs> yes, he was an ice skater and assumingly, I don't know, he collected souls with his skates, I guess. That must be how he did it. Uh, and used his, well, no, he's got a stick, hasn't he? Oh yeah, just attach a blade to that. Yeah, yeah you've watched enough horror films, <laughs> <laughs> slasher flicks. Question five: Howard Spiderweb. I get it. Do you get it? <laughs> Do you see what I've done there? <laughs> Gave how many cards in his five hundred and thirty-four game career? So, oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, I need you to guess the number of cards he gave. Within the clo- within fifty, I want you to go within fifty. It, how many games? He did five hundred and thirty-four games across club and international. Oh. He actually did officiate more games than this, but they were in non-league, and there was no records for those, so I couldn't find out. I think oh, how many a game? Mm. At least two, includes yellows and reds. Yeah, I'm going to say probably an average of oh, I don't know. He was quite a strict referee, wasn't he, Howard yeah. Webb, I think? Quite stern. Four cards in a game doesn't seem like a lot. No. I'm going to say, so. say an average of three a game. Mm-hmm. So that'll make... Across 534. So that's maths. 1,500. <laughs> this is great podcasting while you're doing, <laughs> doing maths in your head. We call it about 1,600 if he times in it by three. That's, yeah. that's about right. And then, yeah. is that is that what you're going to go for? 1,602. Ooh, gone for it. The correct answer was 1,762. Oh. You were close. You were very close. I'm going to give you half a mark for that because that was pretty close. <laughs> yeah, he gave 1,694 yellow cards and only 68 reds in his 534 games. So I guess that's about right. That's about one every, like, 
eight games, nine games. Yeah. That's probably about right. Yeah. Yeah. Question six. Scariest man in the world, Mike Tyson, has which honorary title? Is it A, doctor, B, professor, or C, reverend? Ooh. I I know this. Ooh. I've seen this, I'm sure. Have you? I Have you seen it on it's... his passport? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's from a university. Mm. So it's likely more likely to be professor or doctor. I think doctor. You're gonna go yeah, a, I think he has a doctorate. A doctor? Yeah. You are right. Yes. He got an honorary doctorate from the Central State University. Too much outcry. <laughs> People were not happy. For PE. <laughs> PE. For don't punch me, please. <laughs> please. Just have it. Just take it. <laughs> Question seven. Which is fly on brooms? And curlers also use brooms. <laughs> Which is the real name of a type of broom used by a curler? Is it A, a curly Charlie, B, a stone cold sweeper, or C, a rink rat? I would have thought the rink rat is the person doing the sweeping. <laughs> rather than... You're a real rink rat. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a an 80s movie. <laughs> Those rink rats. <laughs> Like they they have to scuttle up and down, don't they? That's true. Like rats and carry bits of food, and <laughs> eat cheese, and get stuck in traps, <laughs> carry disease, <laughs> go down with sinking ships. I don't yeah, know. Rink rats. <laughs> um, curly Charlie. A curly Charlie. No, surely not. That that seems silly. It, it does, but <laughs> have you seen curling? God. <laughs> uh, what what do you use that brush for? Curling, isn't it? Use, what, what's it called again? You know, it's just my curly Charlie. <laughs> I, I, I curl with it. No. Of course you do. <laughs> You're a curly Charlie. <laughs> I'll give you a curly Charlie in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> you got my Charlie. <laughs> Stop curling it. <laughs> not supposed to curl that much. <laughs> um... What was B? B was a stone cold sweeper. Stone cold sweeper. Yeah. Again, that could be the name of a sweeper. Yeah. Or that the was. name of a wrestler. It, well, yeah. <laughs> stone cold Steve Sweeper. <laughs> Somebody who's come from wrestling to curling. <laughs> Not really understood what the curling's about. <laughs> Got intro music and everything. <laughs> um, I think it's B or C. Mm-hmm. And against my better judgment, I'm going to go C. Ooh, you've gone with the rink rat after I talking have. yourself out of it. I have. <gasps> You're right. Oh, the yes. rink rat is the real name of a of one of the fifties, one of the fifties sweepers. What are they called? Brooms. It's <laughs> the broom they used to use in the fifties. Was called a rink rat. Oh, I see. Mm. They also had new brooms come in in sort of the 2010s and the magic. And they're magic. Yeah, they could fly. No, <laughs> they uh, they made it too easy to sweep the the ice, and they were banned. Oh, so did you know you could have a banned broom? I didn't know that. Question. Oh, question eight. <laughs> I've misnumbered all these. <laughs> so we've got t- eleven questions, not ten. So that's good. <laughs> question eight. Yeah, 
Birmingham City were cursed by gypsies after building St Andrews on a camp in 1906, on a gypsy camp in 1906. They were cursed for a hundred years. Which of these was not tried to lift the curse? Was it A, crucifixes on the floodlights? B, painting players' boots red? C, allowing gypsies to live there in the off-season? Or D, urinating in each corner of the pitch? Which of those was not tried to lift the curse? C and D sound like things Birmingham football fans would do anyway. (laughs) (laughs) They would live on the pitch and we in the corners... (laughs) They kind of go hand in hand, don't they? <laughs> Just put the toilets in the corners, boys. We'll do. We're not both off in once. So I'm Two s- birds, one stone. I'm going to say they're both. You say tried. Both of those happened. I reckon. <laughs> tried. <laughs> yeah, they just happened to be happening. <laughs> Each one of the curse boys. Oh, don't know. Uh, What's y- a curse? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can, can I live here then? <laughs> yeah, I'm not pissing in the corner for any other reason. <laughs> Ronnie O'Sullivan sat next to him. <laughs> <laughs> this stadium it smells like piss. <laughs> um, so yeah, C and D I'll rule out straight away. Mm. Uh, well, A and B again, sorry. A and B was A was crucifixes being hung on the floodlights and B was painting the players' boots red. I'm going to say B. You think that wasn't tried? Yeah. You are incorrect. <sighs> that was tried, along with the crucifixes on the floodlights and urinating in each corner of the ground. <laughs> Allowing gypsies to live on the, the ground was not tried, weirdly. <laughs> that is the one thing that I would have thought would have been so easy to yeah to, to lift the curse. Just get the same woman back. Yeah. <laughs> well, 1906, so <laughs> maybe she wasn't still around. Um, interestingly, after the curse was lifted, after the 100 years ran out, they won their first trophy. Ever in when they beat mm. Arsenal to the League Cup Championship. Coincidental. Mm, coincidence or what? Question nine, I guess. Vampires bite people. How many goals has Luis Suarez scored in his career? Is it A, 434, B, 484, or C, 524? Has he scored more goals than he has bitten people? It's quite close. <laughs> I'll give you a clue. Well, not a clue. I'll give you some information. He's played 679 games in his career. And this is for international and club put together. He's scored quite a lot. Prolific, isn't he? Especially for Uruguay. Yeah. So that's still less than one a game. Mm. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say uh, C, 524. C, 524 is incorrect. <sighs> He has scored A, 434, so not that prolific, although still pretty prolific. <laughs> it's yeah. quite a lot of goals. He scored 379 for his club and 55 in 105 appearances internationally, which is quite a lot in the international game. Question 10. When you get concussed, you act like a zombie. Which of these words don't appear on the IRB HIA memory test? For, so that's the International Rugby Board's head injury assessment memory test is it a baby b ball or c wagon 
Which one doesn't appear? Which one does not appear on the memory test? So I was trying to look up what this memory test was actually used for. Um, so it's part of part of the HIA criteria is to like short term memory of things. But yeah. I've no idea how they use this test. <laughs> I could I could just find the actual test itself. <laughs> I couldn't find what you're supposed to do with it. So I'm not going to be able to become a physio think, anytime soon. Do you think <laughs> on, on pitch they carry a tray of items? <laughs> yeah, and which one they take away? Yeah. They <laughs> cover it with a cloth. <laughs> yeah. I used to hate that game. I was so bad at it. <laughs> I would never pass a HIA. <laughs> I'd be concussed Where, all the time. Where's the baby gun? <laughs> Um, <laughs> that would be a weird thing to have in a tray. <laughs> to have to have a baby at every match and a wagon. <laughs> I I think ball isn't going to appear because somebody who's being concussed playing a ball game could mm. just be like ball, 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 <laughs> ball. Give me the ball, <laughs> coach. Give me the ball. <laughs> Do you know where you are? Ball. <laughs> so I'm going to say B. Ball is not. You are correct. Well done. You've logic it out because that is that is what I came the same conclusion that I came to as well. <laughs> I guess I guess that what they're doing is I don't know if it's pictures like flashcards. Is this what this is, or they tell them a word and then soon after ask them what the word was that they have to remember. They tell them a card and then they tell them a word. They watch a cartoon. Yeah, and then they have, they have to, to point it out in the cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> they have to watch the Teletubbies <laughs> and point it out in the Teletubbies. And final question, question eleven. The spookiest sport of all. How many Quidditch World Cups have there been? Is it A, 2, B, 3, or C, 4? Now, this is a really spooky sport. Well... They can really fly. Did you know that? In the books, yeah. there's been a lot more than four. Uh, so this is in real life, <laughs> not in the books. <laughs> it's not real life, though, is it? It's still Quidditch. <laughs> Well, if you can call it a life. <laughs> We're only joking, Quidditch players. We all love we love you all really. Sort of sort of. Stop have me. you seen it? Have you seen it being played? I have actually. We watched it at a tournament, didn't we? We did, yes. Yeah, at half time when it was pissing it down with rain. Oh my. They were ridiculous. They're very enthusiastic about it though. Genuinely, the rules of the game are actually fine. I think it would be a fine game. If it weren't for the fact that you have to carry a broom round between your legs and... The snitch. The snitch, yeah. The snitch is not great. If you could just alter those rules, the rest of it's actually all right. Yeah. It's quite a fun game. It's, it's, like a bit, it's got a bit, It's got bits of dodgeball, yeah. Handball. Yeah, yeah. Or you could make it like basketball. I don't know if you have to dribble it, but you could make it like basketball and have to dribble. Oh, uh, yeah, because they can just run with it. Cause, well, I assume so. they're flying in with it. The, with the, the quaffle. Mm. Oh, yeah. you, you know all the words. <laughs> I do. I didn't research it at all. <laughs> I knew um, it already. Um, I think there have... Well, when did Harry Potter start? long time ago. Yeah. I read it in primary school, the first one. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you must have read it in primary so school weird. as well. <laughs> I was only in year like... Oh, yeah, maybe. I might have been in year five when yeah, I first thanks. read it. <laughs> yeah, I was already in uni. I was going to say, you're already starting your first job. <laughs> Um, there there could have been many then. Mm. Or the two, four, and two, three, or four. Two, three, four. Mm-hmm. Uh, whichever number it is is it's too high. <laughs> um, yeah, for it to be a World Cup as well. <laughs> Come on, I'm gonna say four. 
you would be right. There's been four <laughs> World Cups. They happen every two years. And the USA have won three. Do you want to guess who won the other one? Uh, was it Azerbaijan? It wasn't. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it was Australia. Of course. Big into it, the Australians. They love it. I bet they play it ironically, the Aussies, probably. I bet there's loads of sledging. <laughs> your, your, your room's too short. Your mother rides a broom. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I'm saving that. <laughs> uh, so you got one, two, three, four, five and a half out oh, of 11. Happy with slap that. Slap bang in the middle. <laughs> you are about as spooky as a banana. Well done. <laughs> Halloweeners. I watched the NFL at the weekend. Not to brag, but uh, I watched the... Did the... you have to stay up late? Uh, weirdly, no. It was on in the middle of the day. Oh. Would you believe? They played it at Wembley, of all places. They uh, did the second time this year? I think they said it was the fourth, but I, I've only seen two that were televised. And there's four planned for next year. Is there? Okay. Yeah, I, th- I thought they said it was the it was the last one, anyway, of the, the Wembley series, is what they were calling it. Yeah. Um. It was good as well. I, I, I very rarely have watched, I've never watched a, a regular season game. I've watched the Super Bowl a few times and like, it's just not really that interested normally. Yeah. The Super Bowl is awful because of all the flimming pageantry around it. Of yeah. All the Super Bowl halftime show and all the stuff that Americans like that I hate. I'd rather they just played the sport rather than doing all this fanfare. Done in 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They literally, like, they play. I think it's 12 minutes of, of active play, and yet it takes wow. hours <laughs> per, per quarter day. So yeah. they, I think they play 48 minutes. Is that, oh, that might be basketball, but it, it's around there anyway yeah. for American football. And it does take a long old time. Once they get going, it's really exciting. It is. Because they don't actually take that long between plays on a drive. But then every time they finish a drive, it takes a long time for teams to switch out to get the special teams on. Yeah, punt return and then get the special teams off again <laughs> get the <laughs> offence on and defence they just have a lot of there's a lot of time spent talking to people on the sidelines yes find, finding odd people yeah so not in this game but the previous one which wasn't that long ago mm. um, they spoke to like Mike Wessian yeah just who just happened to be there yep. yeah they spoke to Troy Deeney in this one <laughs> the Watford player <laughs> just happened to be there <laughs> so yeah I do think they could do something, well, I, I was fine with it because I was reading a book at the same time. So every time they cut away, I'd just have to put it on mute for about two minutes and read a bit of my book. And so that was fine. <laughs> so, so if you ever went to Wembley to watch it, yeah, take, 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 take a, good, a book. Take a good book with you. <laughs> yeah, you'll do two at once. <laughs> but yeah, I, I really enjoyed it actually. It was a good, it was exciting. The Eagles, it was the Eagles versus the Jaguars. Yes. The Jaguars were expected to lose um, and the Eagles went quite a way ahead but the Jaguars then mounted a bit of a comeback um, against all odds, really, because their quarterback did not look very good, I don't yeah. think. I, whether whether it's his receivers making him look bad, but a lot of his passes were all over the shop, I thought. <laughs> you could definitely see the difference between the two teams' offence. Yeah. Uh, and that is how it turned out. The Eagles did win, but it was closer than you thought it was going to be at one point. It was fun. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed watching it. It does suck you in. Yeah, I didn't uh, think it was going to, but the, it did. The last game that I was shown there, I only caught the last Oh, I think it was actually the last three minutes of mm. uh, the fourth quarter. Oh yeah, so you uh, watched so it for about an hour. Two hours yeah. or so. 
It did go on, but like I did watch it. Yeah. Like, and I was excited about it. Yeah. Yeah. This one wasn't exciting at the end because the, the offense, the Eagles had the offense with two minutes to yeah. go and they could just like see the game out. Yeah. And American football is terrible for that yes. because you can literally see the game out. You can just take a knee is what it's called and you just waste 40 seconds off the, the game clock without having to do anything. You're not yep. really risking anything. And that that's not good. I don't. I think they need to change that rule yeah. because that that isn't good for sport. <laughs> I don't think. But otherwise, really exciting. Before they got the offense back, it was really exciting. So, do you know who did not like the NFL game? Was it Roy Keane? Uh, well, yeah, they, that's him. a given. <laughs> he doesn't like anything, does he? <laughs> uh, Tottenham and Man City. Oh, they did not, did they? They had to play on it the next day. Yeah. Play on the pitch the next day. Yeah. And it was... Big old dents in it. <laughs> yes. Um, it was likened to a non-league pitch. Yeah. Which I think is harsher than non-league from the looks of it. <laughs> yeah, it looked pretty pockmarked, didn't it, after, the, after yes. the NFL game? Which is interesting. I don't think NFL would chew it up that much. Oh, they like, wear big studs. They do, and there's some studs. there's some big old units as well, aren't there? In the and NFL, a, a lot of the um, a lot of the action, as it were, happens uh, in the yeah, middle of the that's pitch. That's a good point. And yeah, you've got like what twenty two people, yeah, just stomping, stomping around, stomping in the middle of the pitch. That's for like yeah, three that's a very good point. Yeah. And then, and then start sit again. down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good point. Yeah, I didn't think of that. So, um, some very good tweets mm. uh, were sent or tweeted and yeah, lots of uh, text sent into the BBC Live text during the uh, yeah. Tottenham Man City game. Love the BBC Live text. There's always some fun stuff so on there. So funny. So some, some of the um, choice texts were, uh, as a neutral, I'm only tuning in to see Destiny Child with Beyonce at the interview. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite good. Which is fair. And because uh, all, um, all the lines were still visible yeah. on the pitch. Yeah. So you've got uh, tweets along the fine lines of first down Tottenham on their own 10. <laughs> but my favorite was the BBC live text. Just as soon as Man City scored without skipping a beat. <laughs> early touchdown from Manchester City. Yeah, they do. They really play into it. Don't they? I love it. I love the live text. The guys on there really know what they're about. I feel like I've missed my calling. Yeah. I could. Like, I would. I would love. I would so enjoy to do it. That job. Yeah, it wasn't a thing when we were young, was it? No, you didn't know you could aspire to do that. Even, even if it was, I'm not sure. Like, are you allowed to aspire <laughs> to be a to be a, sarky? To be a live text live text sarky man? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I wish I could. That would have been so good. There were a couple of other funny tweets uh, this weekend. Mm. A couple coming about from. Uh, Paul Pogba's uh, penalty run-up. Paul Pogba's messing around for 10 minutes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he doesn't have to take a run-up, doesn't he? Uh, 26 steps A little jog, a little walk. He's just trying to get his step counter up, isn't he? His pedometer on his wrist. Uh, apparently, it took him longer to run up for his penalty kick than it took Usain Bolt to run 100 metres. <laughs> <laughs> that's really good. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So, this sparked the trending hashtag. I think that that's how you pronounce it. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. Harsh tag, I think it is. Um, things you Harsh can do tar. during Pogba's penalty run-up. Mm, I like it. The best reply was from Luke Shaw, his own teammate. <laughs> during the game. <laughs> He's yeah, tweeting him from left back. <laughs> He's got it out of his boot. <laughs> um, and his tweet was, uh, 
make a comeback in your career and renew your contract. <laughs> but it did inspire me to do something we've been meaning to do for a long time. Yeah. And that is look at funny tweets from Premier League footballers. Yeah. So I've made a game I like to call Trick or Tweet. Footballers on their phones tweeting up a storm Singers it's Halloween Let's play Trick or Tweet So I'm going to read you out a tweet. Oh, I can't wait. And you have yeah. to guess which Premier League footballer okay. or ex-Premier League footballer Oh, you've thrown a spanner in there. Tweeted this. Okay. Number one. Mm. Let's all welcome at John Walters to Twitter and congratulate him on learning to write. <laughs> That's funny. And so that was came from a Leicester player. Oh, oh, okay. I thought you were going to, I thought I was just going to guess because I was going to guess Charlie Adam. <laughs> he seems kind of funny. He used to play for Stoke as well, didn't he? Did John, Walter, John Walters doesn't play for Leicester, does he? No. He plays for Stoke, right? But these two have played together. Oh, hello. Who plays for Leicester that used to play for Stoke? I don't know. I'm going to guess Jamie Vardy. He seems a bit cheeky like that. It is Robert Hooth. <laughs> Robert Hooth, of course. I didn't know he played for, uh, for Leicester, though. Um, so <laughs> him and John Walters seem to have quite a bit of uh, banter a bit back, back and, and forth. forth. Oh, really? So when Hooth left Stoke, mm. John Walters uh, tweeted quite a... Quite a nice tweet. Yeah. Uh, sad to see you go. Yeah. I'm sure you do really well at Leicester. Blah, I'd love blah, blah. to watch you leave. Is always... <laughs> to which, who's replied? Walk away. At John Walters. Yep, sadly, we'll never hear those commentators' words again. Long ball forward from Hooth. Finds Walters, who shoots. Throw in. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's a really good use of 140 characters. <laughs> That's very good. Yeah, I'd, I'd, yeah his tweets are very good. Mm. He, is, he has good Twitter game. Good work. Number two. I swear if I catch my son dancing behind a reporter on Sky like these kids are, I'm going to two-foot him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Some good parenting advice there. (laughs) It can... Well, are you going to give me any clues or am I just going to guess? So what current Watford player... Oh, really? ...said that? I thought thought for sure it was going to be Roy Keane. (laughs) (laughs) He had just two for his children anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's true. What what were you doing? <laughs> Reading a book. Two foot. <laughs> doing your homework. Two footed. <laughs> just sitting there quietly doing nothing. Two footed. <laughs> Playing football. Well, <laughs> what else am I going to do? <laughs> do you anyone know how to play? Um, ooh, what current? Do you say current Watford player? Yeah. Mm, I don't know that many Watford players. Previous played for West Brom. Ooh, the goalkeeper. No, not... Is it Ben Foster? It was Ben Ben Foster! Foster. I know! Yes! I've crossed that. I don't know why. (laughs) You you need to tick the ones to get right. I'm not going to get many. Ah, Interesting. He's uh, interesting. dad. Yeah, apparently so. (laughs) He doesn't see from many people. To to be fair, I don't know how the kids were dancing. So maybe they did deserve it. Well, probably. Yeah, I've seen <laughs> they're doing that Fortnite dance. Oh, too for anyone who did that. <laughs> <laughs> Number three. I had spaghetti and it was very nice. I enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> I 
sure this is a tweet? <laughs> it's not just his diary. <laughs> so, based on his other tweets, um, that's pretty much what he's using Twitter for. <laughs> to remember what he had for dinner. <laughs> so, uh, which Tottenham Hotspur player oh. said that? Oh, Oh, that's a good question because there are, there are a lot of players I can think of in t- the Spurs team who are boring. I love the game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel like Harry Kane. He's he's got to be really dull, hasn't he? Surely, I'm going to go for Harry Kane. It's not Harry Kane. Oh. It was Victor Wanyama. Was it? Yeah. Oh, I thought he'd be quite interesting. Other top tweets of his include <laughs> Nando's was full of people. <laughs> Victor, in case you're thinking of going, don't, don't go down. (laughs) Number three. Come on, Victor. Um, Messi makes me realise how shit I was. (laughs) Followed up with a tweet one week later. Mm. Soldado makes me realise I wasn't that shit. (laughs) Oh, that's vicious. What ex-player said that? How shit I was. Oh, that's quite funny. Oh, Jimmy Bullard. It's not Jimmy Bullard. Oh, was it Dion Dublin? It's Gary Lineker. Mm. Was it Gary Lineker? No, he works for the BBC. Oh, he can't be, can't be using words like that, am I? I'm paying his, t- paying his wages. <laughs> oh, Gary Lineker. Who does Soldado play for? Spurs. Spurs, yeah. Oh. yeah he only scored penalties. Burn. <laughs> Number five. Hmm. Mr. Bean. Funny. Is that is there a question mark or nope? That's just a statement. Yep. <laughs> what ex Man United player? Oh my! Said that. My, did it have a colon in it or anything? Is it just three words? Uh, Mr. Bean. Full stop. Full funny. stop. Funny. Oh, that's a very rubbish tweet. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, who could that be? That could be anyone. It's not going to be Cantona. It's not. It's not lyrical enough no, to be Cantona. No. But otherwise, a lot of United players seem like the sort of people who could suit that. X Men United player, mm. but still playing football. Ooh, Wayne Rooney. Of course, of course, it's, course it's Potato Man. You would find Mr. Bean hilarious. <laughs> Deserve it off a tweet at least. <laughs> it reminds me of my own life. <laughs> So, uh, other tweets of his include, Hi Rio, do you want picking up in the morning? <laughs> he's, I, not, he's not understood, has he? I he's don't not... think he knows what to do it is. <laughs> Mom! <laughs> I don't, Colleen! Colleen! <laughs> help! Um, is this a DM? Is that what this is? <laughs> uh, final one. Hashtag I don't understand. <laughs> so in rep- or sort of in comment to um Wayne Rooney FIFA corruption oh this player tweeted I knew there were problems with decision making at FIFA when I didn't make the Ballon d'Or shortlist <laughs> <laughs> okay this could either be something like somebody being really serious like Eden Hazard or someone like that being <laughs> like oh why don't I get on there or someone like taking a piss, <laughs> like Gary Lineker. <laughs> what? Which ex-England 
football player. Oh, ex England football player. So he's still playing, but doesn't play for England. Oh, okay. All right, okay. Ex England football player. Probably an attacking player because defensive players never get on the Ballon d'Or <laughs> list. Attacking player, attacking forwards. Forward, he doesn't play anymore. Well, no, he does play still, but doesn't play for England anymore. Wayne Root, no. <laughs> <laughs> he's been in it already. Are you still. Uh, ooh. Uh, hi. Gerard's retired, isn't he now? Damn. I'm struggling here. Would you like another clue? Yeah, give us a clue. Played for Liverpool. Oh, it's good. St- oh, Emil Heskey. No. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Michael Owen. No, he doesn't play anymore either, does he? Who used to, who used to play for Liverpool? <laughs> <laughs> who, uh, Robbie Fowler. No. I don't know. Give us another clue. <laughs> I need more clues. Played for Stoke. <laughs> Michael Owen. <laughs> Played for Liverpool and Stoke, former England player. Oh, Peter Crouch. Of course it's Peter, Peter Crouch. Crouch. <laughs> yes, and he was definitely joking. Good work, Peter. That's um, a good one. So on uh watching Ronaldo's incredible bicycle kick, he tweeted There's only a few of us who can pull that off. <laughs> <laughs> he is funny, isn't he, Peter he Crouch? Is. I do like him. Yeah, it's a very good Twitter game. Yeah. So, Very self-deprecating. You got uh, one, two, three out of six. Oh, that's all right. Bang average. Slap bang in the middle. We're both <laughs> slap bang in the middle this week. And that, <laughs> that's about what this podcast is. Bang average. <laughs> Team of the week. Team of the week this week are the Boston Undertakers dodgeball team. Because we couldn't think of anybody else. Well done, boys. <laughs> well done, lads. You're kind of Halloween themed, so I <laughs> guess you deserve it. <laughs> and we couldn't even find out what they've been doing recently. Their website's not been kept up to date. So if I'm going to give you one bit of bit of tips and tricks, boys, just update your Twitter. Get your Twitter on. Tweet, tweet me something. That's <laughs> what. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I want I'm going to feel silly now if they do tweet us I would love that I, oh, it'd be at, at back seatsman t- tweet us <laughs> I'm sure you're listening <laughs> you must be one of the ten <laughs> team of the week funny story to end with this week yes I say funny yeah. I mean silly I I say silly stupid I mean stupid on their part it's not that good a story but <laughs> just, just ridiculous yeah so the national governing body of swimming, yeah, Swim England, mm-hmm. removed an article uh, from their website this week, which suggested how women could look slimmer in the pool. Yeah, and it had been on there since 2010. Yeah, so that, that was their excuse, wasn't it? Is oh, it just got left on there somehow from from 2010? You know, from when it was acceptable. Yeah, like it. It kind of does highlight how things have changed, doesn't it? In the last few years of. I guess that must have been acceptable at the time, but they didn't get any massive backlash at the time. Maybe just people had, didn't know how to use the internet. Possibly, had, yeah. Hadn't found was, that page. Yeah, yeah. I'm fairly sure it wasn't acceptable in 2010. Uh, I, do, I don't know, maybe. So some some of their advice yes. was um, women with a jiggly belly mm. should avoid wearing bikinis. See, that's that's a start, isn't it? That's, a, that's not a good start. <laughs> What about guys? Yeah. What about my jiggly belly? <laughs> I love wearing a bikini. <laughs> and being pear-shaped is the plague of women. 
Surely a plague of women would be a plague of women. <laughs> a plague of locusts is a plague of women. <laughs> Being pear-shaped, a plague. Uh, yeah, I a, do. A plague upon your house. <laughs> oh, I'm suddenly shaped like a pear. <laughs> Who's done this to me? It's just... It's not even a good turn of phrase. It doesn't no. make sense. It's just awful, and somebody saw it. Yeah. I, I, I can only assume... Somebody's only just seen it. That sounds like what this was happened, yeah. It's the first person who's ever read the article. And they've gone, <laughs> what the bloody hell is this? So It not- sounds like the sort of article that would get published in like one of those trashy rags, you know, the uh, like, yeah. closer or How take to a look. look. Good in the pool. Yeah. And I don't think they're acceptable in there either, but like they seem to be acceptable in there. Not on your like national sports governing body's website. Yeah, which isn't which is trying to get people like out and swimming and yeah. like doing a bit more exercise and sport, but also it's going to be aimed at like proper top yeah. sports people. Yeah, I mean, you're not if you're just going to go for a swim, surely you're not going to look on the national sports governing website like, to before you go for a swim and be like, oh, I wonder what I wonder what the governing body have to say about me going for a swim in my local pool. <laughs> hmm. uh, oh no, my bikini. <laughs> <laughs> I best take their advice. So, um, our advice would be not to bother with uh, Swimming's <laughs> advice. Yeah, or them at all. <laughs> and our advice to them is, if people are only just reading articles <laughs> from 2010, you need to look at your website. You just go on Twitter. <laughs> Up your Twitter game. <laughs> Tweet us. <laughs> at Backseatsman. <laughs> Have a great week. <laughs>